Greenside, the IGA podcast. Also, Mike McCoy, the 2013 U.S. Johnson, now a two-time major champion after becoming the winner of the 144th Open Championship. All right, welcome to Greenside, the IGA podcast. Clint Brown here with you. Got guest Anna Jensen, winner of the 11th IGA Women's Match Play. Anna, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you bet. Uh, before we dive into your recent victory, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? So I am currently a junior at the University of Northern Iowa. Um, I'm originally from Dubuque. And my current home course that I play at is at Thunder Hills in Piazza, Iowa. So that's just outside Dubuque. Um, I'm currently an accounting major. I'm hoping that that sticks, but I just switched right now. So yeah, as, as of now, that's what I'm looking towards to do after college. How did you, uh, how did you get started in the game? I guess maybe. Okay. Um, well, so I started, probably when I was like, I would say six years old. Um, I, my dad took me out to the range with him and he just kind of noticed that I was swinging a little harder than the, than he was expecting. And so he kind of, I mean, we just, I did it for fun for like a while. And then I played in the, there's a local tour in Dubuque. Um, it was called the TH tour and it was like 10 local tournaments throughout the summer each one at different courses around the area. And so I played in those and that kind of built up my like competitive game of golf. And so then I slowly just moved on to bigger and bigger tournaments and now I'm here. Well, um, I forgot to mention you are an Ann Griffel scholar at the IGA and, and foundation, um, administer. So I wanted to make sure we, we got that on the air. Uh, that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's a, that's a, that's a nice honor. And, and, uh, you know, we're always happy to, to see our, our Griffel scholars and Sonny scholars as well out doing great things. And, and you definitely fit that bill. So, um, so yeah, so 11th IGA women's match play champion, uh, Anna, I know last year you, you came so close. You were in that final match against, uh, Leanne Smith. Uh, did you, did you feel like you kind of had a little bit of, you know, revenge on your mind or was it a, or was it a completely new year for you this year? Well, in the back of my mind, I definitely had last year's tournament, but, for me, it wasn't revenge, but it was more like I was in this position last year in the championship match and mm-hmm. I was that close. And it kind of gave me like a realization that like I could do it. Like I was so close last year and it is possible for me. So it wasn't necessarily revenge, but I'd say more like motivation. Okay. Okay. I actually looked back at last year. I, kn- I knew you were in the finals, but I need to needed to kind of refresh myself. You actually shot this exact same qualifying score that you did this year that you did last year, 77. Mm-hmm. Last year, you were the four seed. This year, two seed, you were the co- co-medalist at, at 77 and earned the, the two seed. Um, do you kind of use, have you used those rounds kind of as a, as a practice round of sorts, kind of knowing you're going to be into the, the matches with, you know, just the 32 ladies playing or how do you go about those, those qualifying rounds, I guess? Um, well, I mean, obviously you always want to try and play your best and shoot the best score that you can, but with those qualifying rounds, it's a little different because you know that no matter what, you're going to have another match afterwards. So, um, I kind of like, I mean, I still played my game, but I also, maybe took riskier shots that I necessarily wouldn't normally take just so that if I were to need to take that in a match, 
that I had already done it at least one time. Okay. Um, two, two decisive wins to, to start off in the, the match play this year. And then you had a nice three and two victory over Tatum Duput uh, to reach the semifinals. Can you just maybe talk about some of those early matches, uh, what was going well for you? Um, well, the first, so my first match against the 31 seed, um, honestly, after that match, I mean, after the stroke play, things were starting to click, but that match really, I felt like I was really playing well. I mean, I was hitting fairways, hitting greens, and that's honestly my main goal when I'm golfing because that's the only thing you can really control. I feel like you can have a really good day and still not shoot well, mm-hmm. or you can have a really bad day and you can just get lucky. So my whole mentality is just hit fairways, hit greens, and one or two putt. And that first match, the first couple matches, I was doing that. And then my match against Tatum, I feel like it just – now I was hitting fairways and greens, but I was starting to make more putts. So it was just con- gradually getting more consistent and better. So we're out at Talons Golf here in Ankeny. Anna, is, is match play something you enjoy? I don't know how much you get to play match play in college, maybe a little bit, but can you just talk to me maybe how match play sets up for you? I personally really enjoy match play because it's kind of like, you don't have to necessarily worry. Well, first of all, I think a lot, a lot of times people worry about their score and with Mm -hmm. match play, your score really doesn't matter that much, but I enjoy it because if you have a bad shot or a bad hole, it's not like it throws your entire round off. You know, it only, it only puts you down one hole. It doesn't put you down three strokes. So I really enjoy that because then you're, you're just like always, no matter what, you're always in it until the very end. It's, it's a different mindset than stroke play for sure, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's a lot more, it's a lot, I think I enjoy it, but I think also it's a lot more stressful, especially okay. say you're ahead because you won't stay ahead for, I mean, it's very easy for someone to come back. It's not like you are ahead by so much that you have a comfortable lead because no matter what, I mean, if there's five holes left, a person could win the next five holes. You know, so it is a little bit more stressful because each hole makes a huge difference. Well, as we as we both know in golf, you, you can't play defense. But do you feel like you – does your mindset or maybe your mentality change not only with match play but like maybe like if how your partner's doing or, or not your partner but your opponent, like if your opponent maybe hits one kind of wayward, do you, do you say, okay, let's just hit – let's just hit a safe one over here or do you kind of just keep the blinders on and just stick to your game regardless of what your opponent's doing? I would say that if my opponent hits one way off that I don't really take that into account, I still do the same thing. I still play my game. The only difference I'd say in shot shot wise for match play for me is if I'm down um, by a lot, like when I played Fiona in the semifinal match, I was down two and we were on hole 15 which was that short par four and normally I hit like a six iron up in the fairway but the green was like 290 with the wind behind me and knowing that I probably needed to for sure par that hole or at least or birdie it I grabbed my driver and I tried to hit the green because it, it is higher risk but it's higher reward and I needed that higher reward at that time 
you, you needed to make a move at that, at that time. That was, that mm-hmm. was kind of what I was curious about. If there was times where, you know, maybe you were, like you said, down in the match and you maybe need to try and make a birdie, you, you play a little more aggressively. Right. So, yeah. So uh, you led me into my next question, a 19 hole match against Fiona Watson. Uh, I didn't get to see a lot of that match. I was following it because kind of, as I was roving around doing rules, Anna, can you talk about that match a little bit with Fiona? Well, the thing about Fiona is she really does not miss. I mean, she hits it down the fairway every time, hits it up either on the green or near the green, and her short game is really good. So I knew, because I played with her in the stroke play um, portion of the tournament, Mm -hmm. and I watched her play, and I knew that I wasn't going to be able to win by having some bogeys and pars. Like, I would need to have pars and need birdies to win or even just, I mean, like hole 17, we tied with birdies. That just shows how much of a competitor she was. So it was definitely a very difficult match, especially when I was down three with five holes left. And I was, so we were on the tee box of 14. I remember thinking like, okay, this, I might not make it. I might not win, but the one thing I'm going to do is, play the very best five holes I can possibly play and see what happens. And so that's kind of what I did. And I birdied that next hole and then had two pars and she had two bogeys and all of a sudden we're tied. Mm -hmm. And at that point I'm like, Holy, like, Holy crap. Like this is (laughs) like, I'm in this all the time. Right back in it. Yeah. Right back in it. Awesome feeling, but it's also a very stressful feeling because all of a sudden you're like, I don't want all this hard work. I just put in to go to waste. Like now right. I want to win this. Right. Exactly. So, all for not. You don't need right. to, yeah. One to, one to make sure that you, like you said, you, you put in the work and made the comeback. You want to make sure it wasn't all for not. Exactly. So then yeah, 17 came, we both birdied it. And so then 18, that pin placement was very difficult. And so when we both hit up there onto the green and I saw, or she was on in the rough and she had a really good chip. She was probably only like four feet away from the hole. And I had a 30 foot putt. And if I hit it past the hole, it's going to roll all the way down. And that's what I did. And so I, when I was lining up to the next putt, I had like a 10 footer and I knew I had to make it if I was going to move on to the, to like a playoff. And so I honestly, though, my mind was just like, you know what? just treat it as a normal putt. If you make the putt, awesome. If you don't, you can't control it. Like, so I just lined it up, did everything the same and the putt went in and I was like, oh my gosh, okay. Now we're in a playoff. Like, this is crazy. Um, uh, and I, and I saw that putt you had on 18 after your second putt. And, and especially after kind of you'd hit it past and I thought you, you gathered yourself and I, and I thought you made a very confident stroke at that, mm-hmm. at that putt. Yeah. I mean, and that's what I've been honestly working on this summer too, is my putting and just honestly being confident in it because I feel like other years I would always kind of second guess my line or second guess my speed. But, and I think my putting has really improved just because no matter what, I just wanted to trust it. And if it goes in, it goes in, if it doesn't, you can't really control that. So I think my putting has improved a lot this summer and I guess that putt kind of proved it. Definitely. I, I thought Anna watching that, that putt of yours, I, I, I got the sense that you expected to make it. That that's the feeling I got watching mm-hmm. you make that putt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, moving on to the finals, uh, 
were able to uh, defeat Paige Hoffman in, in another great match, one up. Uh, what was the keys for you in, in that final match? Well, I mean, me and Paige have played together ever since we were like 12 years old, and I knew she is a very strong competitor. Honestly, I feel like she has been my biggest competition ever since we started playing together. And so when I found out that I was playing against Paige, I was like, all right, I need to go out there and I need to play my best because that's how Paige is going to play. She's only going to play her best. And so I, like I said before, my whole mentality was just, I need to hit greens. I need to hit fairways. I need to make putts. That's the only thing I need to do. And so, yeah. And honestly, a lot of it too, was just keeping mentally in check because especially with me and Paige, we were never outside of one hole. Either I was one up, she was one up or tied. We were never like outside right. of that. Yep. So it's also just kind of keeping your emotions in check because I mean, it's a lot of back and forth between being down, being up, being down, being up. I mean, it's, it's kind of like an emotional roller coaster, honestly. So that was another important thing. I just had to like relax and just trust my game and yeah. And that's what I did. Can you just talk about, and obviously you play a lot of golf in college, obviously, and, and play some 36 old days, but can you just talk about kind of just the grind of the match play tournament. Cause you're playing, you know, you're playing two matches a day, those last couple of days. It's, it's pretty strenuous, isn't it? It is very strenuous. Um, not only, I mean, physically it is pretty strenuous, but I think mentally is where it really takes a toll just because like I said, I mean, it's so up and down with your emotions and you have to keep your focus and keep your cool. But the thing about golf, like you mentioned as well, you can't control the other person. Like in basketball, you can play defense, you know, stuff like that. But with golf, you can't control how the other person plays. The only thing you can do is control how you play, which is a lot of pressure, you know? How, what, what would you say is, is maybe, is a, maybe some advice for maybe younger players um, to, to deal with that, that pressure? Do you, I mean, do you just kind of like put your mind somewhere else? Do you, do you try to just accept the the moment and, you know, here's, here's what we're going to do. How do you attack that, Anna? I mean, I would say the first thing is trust your game and trust yourself because obviously your game has gotten you to where you are now. So your game is good enough. You just have to trust it. You know, you have to be confident in what you're doing, confident in your swing, confident in your putts. And then the second thing is, you know what, at some point, I mean, your putts are going to fall. Your putts are not going to fall. Your shots are going to hit the green. They're not going to hit the green. So some part of it is just out of your control. So I try not to worry about things that I can't control. And I just try to focus on the things I can, which is trying to hit greens, trying to hit fairways. Like I just just try every single shot. I try my absolute best. And if my best doesn't work out, I can't control that. And so it kind of like takes the pressure off a little bit because like I said, I try not to worry about things that I can't control. It sounds to me like, Anna, you're pretty even keeled on the golf course. You never get, you know, too high, but you never get too down on yourself either. That that, that sounds like something that maybe uh, has been a, a positive for you. Yeah, it's it's definitely something that I've been trying to work on because I haven't always, always been so even keeled. I think okay. <laughs> I put a lot of I would put a lot of pressure on myself and my score. And if it wasn't as soon as I'd have one battle, this was 
as soon as I would have one bad hole, I would be like, oh my gosh, my, my whole round's ruined. My day's but over, think, right? Yes, exactly. But the thing is, is that no matter what, the round is never over. The round is never ruined. And I kind of realized this, honestly, only about like this year and this summer is when I kind of realized, you know what? One, I mean, yeah, that one bad hole sucks, but it's not going to ruin your entire day. It's not going to ruin your entire score. It's just one hole. So that's why I really like match play too, because it kind of helps in that with that mentality because match play it's by hole. So you can let go that hole and it's only cost one stroke. So I think it's kind of good practice to put into actual stroke play because just let go of that one hole and keep playing. And I have a question not to, not to put you on the spot, but um, what would you tell the 12 or 13 year old Anna Jensen about the game of golf and what to expect and, and how to prepare. Ooh, that's looking, a- <laughs> looking, looking back, you know, over your experiences thus far and, you know, both collegiately and, and in high school and in the summers. Wow. That's a, that's a good question. Um, I would say, I mean, honestly, I would tell my 12 year old self that and especially, I think maybe a little bit older self, maybe like 14, mm-hmm. I would okay. tell her that the work that she's putting in is eventually going to pay off because I felt like, I think a lot of times in high school, I kind of did, I, I felt like the work I was trying to put in, it just wasn't showing, mm-hmm. but I think it's just because I wasn't quite to the point that I needed to be there yet. And so, yeah, it was hard. Sometimes it was hard. It was, I lost a lot of motivation at times, but now looking back, I think that's the one thing I would say is that, you know, hard work always pays off. You just have to give it time. And I still have a lot, a long ways to go, but I starting to feel like my game is coming together. And so I would remind my younger self that it's just going to take time. I think that's, that's great advice. Cause like you said, you got to, you got to put in the time to, to make it worth it. Don't you? Mm-hmm. Yes. So you said you're, uh, you're majoring in accounting uh, there at Northern Iowa. Uh, Anna, do you have kind of a, a dream job or maybe something you'd like to do once you're, you're done with college? You know, I've been thinking about that a lot because I'm not really sure what okay. I want to do after college. That's okay. I mean, my dream job honestly was would to be play on the LPGA tour, you know, like that would sure. be something that would be awesome. And you know, what's funny is if you would have asked me that question two years ago before college, I would have been like, after college, like golf, I'll play it for fun, but I do not want to do it as a career. <laughs> but now that I'm in college and I just have grown or I've really, really started to enjoy playing like I mean I enjoyed it so in high school I'm not saying that I didn't I mean I really did enjoy it but it's a whole other level of enjoying playing golf and also I think I'm starting to realize that like my competitive um golf is kind of coming to an end I mean after college unless I were to play I mean I guess the IGA has a lot of um tournaments to play in as well I just mean like I'm so used to that's the only job I have is just practicing competitive golf, playing mm-hmm. golf. So I'm kind of realizing that I'm hitting the end of the road. And so now I'm trying to think of possibilities to play golf after college. Still have that balance where you can still play. Yeah. But also 
who knows? Maybe I'll end up being an accountant. Who knows? I really have no idea. <laughs> and that's okay. Uh, and a kind of a two-part question um, regarding college golf. Um, first, what was the biggest adjustment that you've had to make playing collegiately? And then what, what's been some of the things that maybe you could tell someone that's, that's looking to play in college that maybe they don't realize, or that maybe isn't, you know, is it something they would think of? Okay. Um, well, for the first question, I think the biggest adjustment, well, first of all, I think an obvious one is probably the 36 holes. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. 12 hour days and like you really, I mean, it's exhausting. I'm not going to lie. Like 12 hour days, having to stay mentally focused, you know, it's really tiring. So that was definitely an adjustment. Um, but another, I think the bigger, biggest adjustment, and also I've talked to girls on my team about this because I think it's like a, it's a pretty broad, like a lot of people feel like this when they first get into college golf, you know, you're coming out of high school where 95% of the time you are the best player in the field, you know, yep, yep. and then you get to college and all of a sudden your bottom half. And you're like, it's just, it's a, it's a very strange adjustment because you just, it makes, it kind of makes you feel like maybe you're not as good as you think you are, you know, but you just have to realize that like, it's only going to push you to get better. And plus you're a freshman. It's crazy. The improvement that you see between freshman year and senior year. And I've kind of, especially the jump between freshman and sophomore, you really see a huge improvement. So that adjustment, I would say that's kind of leading into the second part is if I were to tell people who were thinking about playing college golf or are freshmen and they feel like they're just not as good, they don't, they're not good enough. I just want to tell them like it, it's all going to come together. It's all going to click. It's a college is a crazy adjustment and college golf is a crazy adjustment and but it's all especially freshman to sophomore year it all works out it all clicks and you really start to enjoy it that sounds like like great advice and i was i was just curious on you know kind of some of the adjustments you had you've had to make you know playing collegiately because it's it's definitely a different world than than high school isn't it yeah it's it's a whole other game because in or in um college golf i mean you're only playing the best of the best. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, high school, it was typically like even in the top teams, like the top four or five were like the scores. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but it was just a lot less competitive because maybe that four or five, a couple of them might go D1, a couple of them might go D3, like, you know, and right. So it's just like it's a whole diff all different levels of competitiveness. But in college sports, it's like everybody's on the same level and the same skill level. And so it's just way more competitive. Anna is a, we kind of, the summer kind of flies by. I always say, I feel like after the July 4th, it just between July 4th and Labor Day, there's like a blink and it's over. But what, uh, what's the rest of your summer playing schedule looking like? So I am going to play in the women's state am in Cedar Rapids country club, like in July, I think 25th through 27th. And then, um, I am going to take a little break. I'm going on vacation. Um, we're going to Wisconsin and then to Lake Michigan. And then right after that, um, my hometown has a tournament called the Bradford. It's like, it's an all men's tournament, but 
I'm going to play in it. Okay. But nice. I'm, I think I'm going to be the only women playing in it. I mean, I'm not sure. Maybe there's a couple others, but I think typically it's only men. Okay. So I'm kind of excited for that because it's a whole, I mean, that's a whole new level of new challenge. Yeah. Right. But I'm hoping to win that. Nice. <laughs> that would be kind of fun. Um, so that's, I think, August 13th and 14th. And then I think the 15th, I head back to Cedar Falls and I start um, college August 22nd. And then that's when my whole spring or fall season starts and it gets pretty busy. I was just going to say you're off and running, aren't you? Mm-hmm. And I noticed on your, your profile at, on the golf team there at Northern Iowa, it says you love to shop. <laughs> so what, you, are you a bargain <laughs> shopper? Are you, are you looking for the newest trends? What are, what are we shopping for? Well, I mean, honestly, I will shop for anything and everything, <laughs> <laughs> but I would say my favorite thing to shop for is probably well I have a little bit of a Lululemon addiction okay I love their I love their golf skirts and I love their um like golf shirts that they have and so I think that's currently been my most what has taken up most of my money is spending my money on those golf clothes from Lulu okay Gotta, gotta look sharp on the links don't you Yes, exactly. If you look good, you play, you play good. good. I agree. Now I don't always do it, but I, I try, <laughs> I try. Cause I have a lot of golf shoes. I got, I got a lot of, a lot of color combinations and yeah. So exactly. I you have to doing. have everything to yes. match everything. Yes. So, uh, well, before I let you go, um, you said your home course is Thunder Hills. Um, mm-hmm. and when I was coaching it at central college, we used to go up for a tournament there. I think Clark used to host up there. What's your favorite hole at Thunder Hills? I would say my favorite hole is probably, I like hole 13. It's a par five and it's a, I mean, it's not, it's a kind of a longer par five, but I just like that hole because not very many get to say that they've hit the green in two from the blue keys. And I did it one time. I don't care if the wind was behind me. I still did it. So it's kind of like my pride and joy. (laughs) So let me see if I remember this correctly. So 12 is kind of the downhill part three with kind of the little pond on the right. Is that correct? So that's 11. That's 11. That's 11. Okay. And then t- what's 12 is just an uphill. It's a longer part. It's straight, but it's a little long. It's a. Okay. Okay. And then, and then 13, 13, obviously. Yeah. It's kind of like you tee off and then there's kind of like the green is like way downhill. Okay. Okay. I was, I was missing a hole in there. I, I, I remember, I kind of remember that back nine, but you know, sometimes we'd have shotgun starts. So you might start on six or you might start on, you know, 15 or, or whatever. So I was trying to, that was, that was one of our, one of the courses I always enjoyed going to is always in good shape and uh, yes. always had, you know, always had a good time there, there, there at Thunder Hills. So, well, Anna, I, uh, I appreciate you taking uh, some time to talk with us here on the podcast and, uh, We'll look forward to seeing you at Cedar Rapids Country Club, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thank you very much for having me. All right. Take care. You too. Bye-bye.